the time is nine o'clock and you're listening to chme 106.9 fm hello and welcome to tanchamar report on chma 106.9 fm and chmafm.com we're broadcasting from sackville new brunswick the heart of the maritimes on the traditional and unceded lands of the mi'kmaq people i'm erica butler it's thursday february 29th an additional day for leap year which helps keep our calendar from getting too out of sync with the sun and seasons on today's show they're stressed out nobody can afford to be off work or with no income for a whole summer that's Jason Tower, president of Local 1440, which is made up of workers from Mount Allison Dining Services. The 45 members received work termination notices last week. We found out more about what happened coming up shortly, but first. Schools in the Anglophone East District are closed today due to ongoing and forecasted weather and road conditions. Reports of localized flooding are starting to pepper social media. The Dorchester Fire Department says that of 7 a.m., Route 106 at Anderson Mills is closed. The notice says there is lots of standing water on roads and urges drivers to slow down and turn around if unsure about the depth of water. The department also asks residents to get in touch with any reports of flooding. Jason Tower loves his job. He's been the president of Local 1440 for 17 years, representing the 45 people who work in dining services at Mount Allison University. But Tower and his members are in for a period of uncertainty now, after having received termination notices from Aramark, the company that the university has contracted to deliver its food and dining services to students. Aramark has fired all of its employees effective the end of April because it in turn has lost its contract with Mount Allison. The university says its required public procurement process is still not complete and has not announced who will take over the contract to feed students on campus. But that didn't stop Aramark from announcing that the company is out of the running and in turn giving notice to all of its 45 workers. Jason Tower stopped by CHMA this week to share more about the news, what it means, and how workers are coping. We started off asking him just what happened. Well, in October, we were learnt that Mount A was going to put it in RFPO, which is a request for proposal, and that we really didn't have too much to worry about because we were they were happy with the service they were receiving. And then in January, we found out that Aramark has lost that proposal. Um, then we reached out to Mount A and found out that there was absolutely nothing they could do to secure us any type of employment. So... On Friday of the 23rd of February, we all received our terminations for April 30th from Aramark. Okay, so Aramark sent everyone letters saying, as of April 30th, your job is finished. Uh, Well, what they did is they came down, their HR and a few of their managers came down in person and had a a mandatory meeting with all the members that could attend and uh, basically gave us all the letters and basically the bad news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, normally, uh, folks in dining services do get laid off uh, over the summer, although they, then you have sporadic work. But there's by having that contract in place, there's advantages there, right? Where now that now that that contract is gone with Aramark, you won't have those. Explain what usually happens over the summer versus what will happen this summer. Okay. So. Usually in the summer, usually in April, we get a, a layoff and it's it's like a temporary layoff, which says we don't need you 
now, but we might need you during the summer. There's a lot of uh, events that happen during the summer. Convocation is, is one of the hugest ones that we can say. And usually every Tuesday we would call in, say, is there work? And if there was work, we would have our, we would go to work and do what we need to do for them whenever they needed us. And we knew that in September we were all coming back to our positions. So right now we don't know if what we're working or what position we'll be doing with any of it. So, mm-hmm. And you don't even know what company has won the contract, do you? I don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. You might have your suspicions, but nothing concrete. Right. Yeah. Um, how are union members handling this news? Oh, they're stressed to the max. Uh, I spend most of my weekend trying to comfort members who are stressed because they don't know if they're going to have a job in May. They're trying to find housing and then like I can't confirm anything because I have no employment at this time. And they're stressed out. Nobody can afford to be off work or with no income for a whole summer or ever. It's just hard for them. Um, now, you can remember the the last time the, the contract changed companies um, for dining services at Mount A. Um, it, it was previously Sodexo, and when it went to Aramark, you were around for that. What, what was that transition like? Uh, that transition was terrible. Uh, I'm not saying that Aramark was bad to work with. It was just the same idea. Um, Previously, before, like I said earlier, we were a union for 52 years. And every other employer that came in was always under the influence that they had to take the members and their contract. This was the first time that they didn't have to honor our contract. So they were building a contract. and, And building a contract is give and take over the years of service and then they had to start over again with Aramark. And it hasn't been bad. I mean, we've been 52 years in the last eight years, we finally received a pension that might be gone with the new company coming. It's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you've gone through this process before where your contract was just dissolved and you had to build a whole new one with this, with Aramark. And now you're facing that same uncertainty with the new company. Right. The, Aramark came in and they did honor the wage. Uh, We had to fight tooth and nail to get our seniority. Um, And yeah, it was, it was, it was just hard. And I can honestly tell you, like I've been the president for 17 years and my membership still today talks about that. It's, it affects them. It affects them deep. Right. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And these 45 people, these are all people who live in Zachville, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they mostly do. Some of us, some travel a little bit of a distance, but yes, we're we're sackful people. We've been here all my life. For me, like I started in Mount Allison when I was just a kid at 16 years old, uh, part time at McConnell Hall, which is in this building way back in the day. Like I've built multiple relationships with students and stuff, and I, I love meeting them. I was just talking to someone just recently about stuff and it's there's such a connection with the students and people and and we love what we do so it's it's been a great Mm -hmm. I think a lot of residents and students might not even realize that although you work at Mount A and you have worked for I guess you were saying decades at Mount A um, 
that the, you know, you're technically not a Mount A employee and you don't have sort of the benefits that a Mount A employee would have. Is that right? Yeah, that's absolutely correct. Uh, a lot of people I've talked to, like you hear, oh, you're a Mount A employee. You must have a good pension. You must have good benefits. And we don't. We, our pension that we get is we give in five and a half percent off our pay and the employer pays five percent as well or and we have no access like i have a member whose daughter went to mount a and she didn't wasn't even able to get a discount on her meal plan so we don't get any of the benefits of using the pool the gym or anything and i mean my members have asked for this for years i've tried with the employer for a long time to say listen is there anything we could do because healthy employees are are just better. They don't get sick as often and everything. We're we're even willing to pay or do whatever we needed to do to have a little bit of access to this stuff. But we've never felt quite like a Mount A employee. And so, I mean, I think what I've heard from Mount Allison is that this is a public procurement process and it's sort of out of their hands. But what you were saying about the contracts, you know, or previous to the Sodexo to Aramark's changeover, um, the, you know, the RFPs coming from the university used to stipulate that, you know, the the, the union contract was part of the deal. Um, and that's, that's clearly no longer a requirement. So do you feel some, some sense of responsibility for the university here in, in this, this sort of precarious situation you're in? Or, or how do you feel about that? Uh, well, I really, I, I don't know at this time. I've really haven't had much time to myself to actually think about anything. I've, uh, from a leadership perspective, I've always tried to be a more positive and I understand that the, the rules like change as they go. And I am a hundred percent. I've said to people today that yes, the food industry needs to evolve. We can't do the same things. We have to get better. We have to do better. And, as a local, we have no problem with evolving and with the times and making things better, especially for the students. That's our number one priority has always been and always will be is to look after the students and make sure that when these these new uh, students come, they feel comfortable. This is their first place they are away from home. So we need to make sure that they're comfortable. And most of them spend a lot of time at Meal Hall. Mm-hmm. You see them day in, day out. Oh, yes, yes, we do. And, you know, are you hearing from students or other unions? Are you, are you hearing any feedback on what's happening? Yeah, the, the amount of support that uh, I've been receiving and, and most of my employees, I shouldn't say my employees, but the members have been receiving is tremendous. Other locals have reached out to me within Mount A and said, you know, we show complete 100% support for you. Professors are like, this isn't right. You guys deserve better. Um Students are like, you know what, we appreciate everything you guys do. You guys are definitely valued in the in our community. And I'm like, thank you. It, it's been great to see this amount of support that's been going on and stuff like that. That's Jason Tower, president of Local 1440, representing food and dining services workers at Mount Allison. CHMA reached out to Mount Allison University for further information about the situation and received this statement from Vice President Financial Robert Ingalls. Quote, Mount Allison is subject to procurement legislation, which requires that from time to time it participate in an open and competitive procurement process for goods and services. As part of those requirements and norms within the university sector, the university continuously reviews supplier contracts. 
we are currently going through a request for proposal process for dining services. As a publicly funded institution, the university must adhere to procurement legislation and follow appropriate practices. At this time, we are unable to comment further until the procurement process is complete. The Mount Allison Faculty Association also sent a statement to CHMA. Executive Director of MAFA, Jeff Martin, says, quote, Our expectation is that if a different food service provider is chosen, we expect to see successor rights for the existing collective agreement and workforce. Martin also said the group would be telling Mount Allison administration as much at a meeting today. That's it for Tantramar Report for Thursday, February 29th. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. My name is Sean Michaels from Said the Gramophone and formerly of Sappy Times. You're listening to CHMA 106.9 across the Tantramar Marshes. These days at your local legion, we're marching to the beat of a different drum on a mission to support veterans, to have fun, and to welcome everyone to our ranks. You don't have to be a veteran to join the Legion. And as a member, you'll join thousands of others serving our veterans, our communities, and our country. Oh yeah, and our Member Perks program will save you thousands on shopping, dining, products, and services across the country. Join us at legion.ca. My name is Amine Gilles I'm the Lieutenant Governor of New Brunswick. I'm a graduate from Mount Allison. I did my BFA here. I have found memories of this place, and I hope that you have too. And you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. And here's Brian Nielsen with your CHMA Sports Update. This is your CHMA Sports Update for... Thursday, February 29th. Just two games in the NHL last night to tell you about. The New York Rangers were victorious at home against the Columbus Blue Jackets 4-1. And out in Edmonton, the Oilers beat the Blues 3-2 in overtime. Six games in the NBA last night. The Raptors lose at home. A 136-125 final there. The Mavericks came in on the second half of the back-to-back after their heartbreaking loss the night before to the Cavaliers. Indiana Pacers 123, New Orleans Pelicans 114. The Timberwolves beat the Grizzlies 110-101 in double overtime. A lengthy one here, friends. The Chicago Bulls with the 132-123 victory over the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Denver Chicken Nuggets with the 117-96 victory over the visiting Sacramento Kings. And in the Battle of Los Angeles, the Lakers beat the Clippers 116-112 with a monumental comeback in the fourth quarter outscoring the Clippers by 23 points. Yeah, they scored 39 in the final to come back with the victory. And that is your CHMA Sports Update for Thursday, February 29th.
And that was Brian Nielsen with your sports update. Don't forget to tune in weekdays 8, 9, 12, and 5 for Brian's sports update. And of course, listen to the morning show Mondays, 7.30, about 9. And there's uh, also some sports commentary at 8.30. Thanks so much, Brian. Hi, this is Heather Wells from Bridge Street Snack Shop. Check out our wide selection of daily specials, including our Monday Slice Day and our Wednesday Mini L&Bs. Our hours are Monday to Wednesday, 11 to 8, Thursday and Friday, 11 to 9, and Saturday, 12 to 9. What's good, guys? This is Snotty Nose Reds Kids, and we're chilling here at Sappy Fest. You are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Remember, real eyes, real eyes, real eyes. Yes, sir. Hey, this is Sylvie, and you're tuned into the morning show only on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, the voice of the marshes.
That was Miss Seely's Blues by Canadian pop and jazz singer Molly Johnson. And before that, you heard from Brian Nielsen with your sports update. And even before that was Erica Butler with your Tantramar Report. Thank you, Brian and Erica, for your consistent contributions to keeping the community informed and entertained. Much appreciated, and those informative minutes that you always share, uh, they do not go unnoticed. Happy Thursday, everyone. Happy rainy Thursday morning. I hope you are all staying very warm today. Welcome. Welcome to the late morning show. This is the last late morning show of the month of February. How wild is that? The last day of February today. All right. You're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, and we are broadcasting live to all of you beautiful CHMA listeners from the third floor of the Wallace McCain Student Center. I am your late morning host, JC, and I have a few local updates uh, and then a weather announcement for you all. So, Getting right into it, all schools in the Anglophone East School District are closed today. Uh, With that, the Parent and Tots Playgroup at the St. Andrew's Presbyterian Church is also canceled for the day. In terms of things you can look forward to, this evening, the Sackville Film Society will be screening the film Four Daughters. That will be starting at 7.30 p.m. at the Amherst Theater. Uh, And the Sackville Film Society is screening films every Thursday at the Amherst Theater at 7.30. And if you would like a full list of the films that they have coming up in the future, uh, you can go to sackvillefilmsociety.com and check it out. But you can also tune in to 106.9 FM, yours truly at CHMA, and chmafm.com every single Wednesday at 8.15 a.m. That's 8.15 a.m. for a discussion on the movie of the week with CHMA's very own Louisa and James. How awesome is that? They're going to be talking about the upcoming movie and the Sackville Film Society in general, and you do not want to miss it. All right, let's get into a local weather update and see what that rain is doing. So... There is a rainfall warning currently in effect. Rain heavy at times is expected. Most of New Brunswick is affected by this, but there should only be uh, around 5 millimeters of rain continuing this morning. That is what they are predicting. Um, So, with the dropping temperature, they are warning people of ice conditions uh, popping up 
on the roads really quickly. Uh, so be careful out there if you're traveling anywhere today, if you're heading out to work soon. Um, just be a little bit extra cautious. So that rain also has a chance to turn to, to snow, but will be ending late this morning. I know I saw it a little bit uh, on the way in today. There was a little mix of snow and rain. Uh it's nice. <laughs> That's I'm being really sarcastic. It's nice when that when that slush is coming down. It's so fun. Um, there is a risk of a thunder shower also early this morning, and the chance for two centimeters of snow to come down. Temperature falling to minus seven by this afternoon with a wind chill of minus 17. So it's going to get quite a bit colder throughout the day. Partly cloudy this evening with a wind chill of minus 17 this evening and then minus 26 overnight. Uh, so whatever water on the roads it, that are going to be remaining um, will most certainly be freezing throughout the day. A mix of sun and cloud tomorrow, the first day of March, becoming sunny late in the morning, a high of minus 6, and a wind, wind chill of minus 26 in the morning, and then minus 14 in the afternoon, and then a low of minus 8 in the evening. On Saturday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high of 7, and showers in the evening with a low of plus 4, and then looking to Sunday... A high of 9 with a low of plus 4 and the chance of showers throughout the day. And then if you're interested in what's happening Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, uh, it looks like it's going to be above freezing, um, but mainly cloudy is is what it's looking like so far with a 60% chance of flowers. <laughs> flowers, that sounds amazing, actually. 60% chance of flowers. I am there. A 60% chance of showers to go with those flowers. Uh, I'm getting ahead of myself to to spring. It is it is getting there. I'm, I need to find the exact day of spring coming up. But um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, looking quite gray. Uh, a little warmer than what has been the usual lately. Um, but 60% chance of showers in the evenings on Tuesday and Wednesday. And that's about it for your local weather update. We will be sure to update you the, with all of the latest news as it comes. But for now, how about we get right into a couple great Canadian artists with their tracks. Uh, and then be back on the other side with, um, let's go with the book of the week. Let's share the book of the week when we get back from Ruth B. with their song, Dandelions. Maybe it's the way you say my name. Maybe it's the way you play
So high. 